the USL show, also known as The View for Soccer. I gave a very pro wrestling heel turn, I'm sorry you were offended apology. The US military discussing what a Naruto run is for the Area 51 raid. I feel angry. to the usl show um i'll do an intro thing whatever before you hear this so that'll age well um but your host as always i'm joined by um and, and you know anymore over the last year there's been a lot of gatekeeping about your fandom and who you support and why you support them and are you just doing it to look good and i say what's wrong with streetwear becoming a really big fashion trend but it's in fact two of your favorite Twitter running supporters group members from the plastics. It is Nicole. Hi, Nicole. As you take a drink. Hi. That's good timing. <laughs> How's it going? How's it going? Not too bad. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, yeah. I was I, I said to you earlier, but it's the only time that a union fan and the Red Bull fan will ever coexist peacefully in a room together. Um, exactly. Unless we're talking about academy systems or um, I guess gay stuff who knows yeah <laughs> those are the only two um and then joining us from i imagine it's it's so much hotter there than it is here so i'll stop complaining about the weather but it's paulina how are you good um i just got back from san francisco over the weekend nice. and you know what i fucking hated how cold it was there and mm. i could not wait to be back into the oven that is arizona sure sure but it's a dry heat it is. Yeah. And you know what? I will, people make fun of me for that, but I no. will take dry heat over humidity any day. No, I listen as someone that just dealt with like 93 and 70% humidity. I, no, thank you. Yeah. Pass. No, thank you. Um, so y'all, we did a very dangerous thing. We don't have really any set agenda or schedule or topics, but this is like a USL slanted podcast. And I know any more that those things are going to blend together seemingly. That being said, uh, teams doing very good job at Pride, League not doing very good job at Pride, I think is sort of the... That the, is the absolutely what I'm looking like. Um, <laughs> 100%, 100%. Percent. I could talk about that for a couple hours. Hey, I mean, I got time. I got time. Yeah, it, it's it's so funny to me. I, I, I've said it before many, many times about many, many issues, but the USL is very much still a a family-run organization or very much feels that way and in some instances that's really cool like you can literally reach out to the director of communications for the league on twitter about a stat and he'll respond in like five minutes on the other hand you have like five or six different investigations that just don't really get talked about and then it's like well we didn't find anything thanks for coming <laughs> and so like what do we what do we do because it kills me because i all these teams put out really great pride merch and then i go but this league doesn't value queer fans or doesn't seem to um i feel like just off the top of my head from like what i've seen yeah. um it's like that whole like that whole concept of usl being corporate but not corporate yeah. um it's really a blessing and a curse you know to think about it because it's it's corporate enough but it's like not corporate in the sense that a lot of these usl teams kind of act as independent actors yes um yeah. so like it was a blessing because because they're independent actors technically they can do these really amazing mm -hmm. things for pride and juneteenth and all this like other stuff but because it's not like this but because they're independent actors i i feel like trying to do any sort of investigation sure. is probably gonna be a little bit more difficult but i mean you know not to throw shade at league but they're super corporate and yeah they should have those protocols put in place, but yeah, uh, yeah. they're not there yet. <laughs> you know, yeah. they have or they don't enforce that. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, like like Nicole's saying, like it's a blessing and a curse because when you're corporate, you have to ha- kind of have like your other sponsors in mind. Mm. And a lot of the time that's why people get like pressured into making statements yeah. Yeah, yeah. and apologizing for it. But because USL's in that in-between of like, okay, well, we're not that corporate. Let's just leave <laughs> it up to the teams yeah. like to, you know, do that. Then like, then they're only being held accountable by their supporters. And that's if their supporters hold them accountable. Right. Right. Um, and I, and I think it's, it's crazy even in the same year to see like Hugh Roberts, friend of the show, wonderful human being, being so proactive and productive and doing amazing, amazing, wonderful things in Charlotte and, and doing all that basically by himself. Um, <laughs> a with the most racist owner in us sports, I think at the helm of the team that he plays for, and, and he was not the only very outspoken black man on that team, which blows my mind. And then to see the USL basically like co-opt playing for pride from a guy that played in their league <laughs> and not give him any credit. Like it wasn't like Austin to lose is this unknown entity to USL championship. And they didn't even give the guy credit. And that being this huge global, crazy, wonderful, entirely grassroots organization, and they can't even figure out a way to like acknowledge that in a manner that is inoffensive, I guess. And I suppose like the corporate side of things, it's really frustrating because like you can get away with that because you're you're quote unquote casual fans, which there's probably what tens of in USL. Um, <laughs> like they don't care. But for, I think, everyone that's deeply invested in teams to the point where they're going to buy your Juneteenth and Pride merch and and know those players and volunteer with those players in their communities, you've upset them. And and I guess that's going to be more than like, well, MLS is going to have a reserve league. Like, I think that's the biggest identity crisis that USL is going to have is it's which one do you want to beat? I prefer for that. I hope that they stay like what they are, you know, like I, that they don't, in a way, I, yeah. yeah, you know, I like in the sense that like, they're still like individual teams with like their own strong yes. identity and not right. just, not, Hey, team every thing. team made it's made a pride kit, but it's all the same template from Adidas kind of. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like I've talked, I know I've talked about this for like, forever but i was like talking about um how like you know the stark difference between you know the pride that i experienced at a usl game you know hartford athletic and the stark difference between the pride that i've seen the pride nights that i've seen put on by mls like for hartford athletic their pride night um i mean and it was also i found out later on too that their fo you know, they were in constant contact with uh, leaders of the supporter groups within Hartford Athletic. So they were getting, like, you know, they were getting direct feedback from the yeah. people who are there every weekend. Um, but, you know, their heart, their Pride Night was, first of all, they partnered with Hartford Pride, with, like, the organization that puts on Pride in Hartford. And every ticket, $3 of every ticket was going back into Hartford Pride so they can put on their Pride Night or Pride Week, I should say. And then they had Pride, like Hartford Pride. I'm gonna say that a lot. <laughs> they had Hartford Pride um, promote the event as well, so they partnered with them and promote the event. So it was like actual people from, <laughs> from yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. community in Hartford were coming to this game and they got the um, Hartford Gay Men's Chorus to sing the anthem. There was this wonderful drag queen named Mucha who was there. She was she was there in the supporter section like singing awesome. with us. Nice. And like all the players were wearing rainbow armbands yeah. and they had uh, these really awesome Hartford pride scarves that were like hover like pride scarves i have one i'm in love with it i think it's my favorite pride scarf uh, sorry to everybody else but it's my favorite, favorite pride scarf. Recency, <laughs> we'll call it recency bias yes yes but no it's like wow like they really like they really did that and mm. you know and then people and then you know you see kind of like some of the mls teams like doing the bare minimum like yeah. hey we're gonna pass out uh, rainbow flags with yeah, our crap yeah. on it. Uh, here you go. 
Happy Pride. Right, yeah. Come back next week for family appreciation, which yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come back for faith night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that. Love to see it. Uh, Pauline, I don't even know who you, who you support domestically. Uh, for USL, Phoenix yeah. Rising. I mean, maybe. I figured, I figured, I figured. Yeah, no, um, Similarly to Nicole, I I love Rising because they've always been about, I guess the best way to put it, about that shit, especially yeah. their supporters group. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like Los Bandidos and Union 602, like they've always been fucking tippy top. Yeah, they're fierce. Uh, and their front office has always been full of just oh, really lovely people too. Absolutely. Like yeah. they're all just all around fucking great people. Yeah. Yeah. But like, obviously there's that spot where that incident happened with rising right and part of the thing that i was saying earlier is that like usl was like nope we don't see anything Mm -hmm. wrong with it but the supporters section was like no it was wrong we condemn it this is why and da 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 um and it kind of sucks that when a team messes up their supporters have to suffer for it because that is now mm. a reflection of their supporters group because mm. the team didn't speak up and it's something that mm. like los bandidos and union 602 have struggled with a lot and it's something that like me as someone who like very publicly supports phoenix rising and right, right. With the support, supporters group where i've had people like come into like my twitter comments and be yeah. like yeah but phoenix rising did this and i was like you're right they did do that, and that, that is not cool at all. But the one thing I will say is that if you're not going to put out a public apology, then put your money where your mouth is. And mm. Phoenix Rising has absolutely done that for the LGBTQ plus community and for the Native community in our area. Yeah, they're, I don't know. It's like me. Like I'm like, I, I suck at apologizing. I'm just going to not. Here, I'm going to buy you food. Accept right. um, this you as a token of an apology. Yeah, yeah. And like I, and I wholeheartedly believe that that like it, instead of giving an empty apology in a yes. statement yep. where nothing changed, they instead turned it around and gave back to the community yep. that they hurt, which I think is super important. Yeah, yeah, and and mm. and that's where that not corporate corporate thing works, which I think is is apparently going to be the crux of this whole thing. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> When it's at a team level, it can really be great. I, I think because I mean, there's tons of Oakland roots off the field. Great job on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever that field was, um, New Mexico United is another one that always seems to just get it. Um, and and from the owner who used to hit up our DMs to ask us who they should sign before they started playing. To, uh, to Troy buying into being not just a soccer coach, but to be a community member. Um, and then, you know, Phoenix does a, a really great job and the players at Charlotte are doing a really great job. And then even non-USL sides, like I think Minneapolis City does a really good job at being we're not a corporate club or, or Providence uh, does a really good job at, at not being a corporate club. Um, Philly Lone Star, to give a shout out to someone locally, who are founded by a bunch of Liberian immigrants who now are in NPSL, which is, or sorry, uh, even League Two, I, I'm wrong, which is wild to me because they used to be those guys that played really dirty against the academy kids. <laughs> and I went, that's probably good for them. It's a bunch of mainline white boys. Um, from a team level, there is a lot you can do when you don't have the shackles of, here is your agenda for Pride Month, go. Yeah. Like, I was gonna say those uh those academy kids they need to start they need to thicken their skin a little bit. I'm not gonna go in on on these fifteen year olds, okay? I mean, I'm not gonna, listen, I'm not advocating for violence against youth, but they gotta they gotta bulk up somehow. Listen, I'm I'm the size of fifteen year old boy. I can I can go in there. Yeah, yeah. do that. That's fine. I think that works. So you should really just pick out a lot of like Sunday league games and just be like, I'm studs only tackles. I'm, I'm only going in with my feet up. There's no. I can't run because I have like sure. torn muscles. Great. It's I can I can slide. And you can perfectly. give that experience to other people. There it is. 
you could just tear everybody else's. What were we talking about? Right. Um, but, but I think at the same time, a little bit of the league going, hey, you should at least look at this and, and see what happens when you do this um, would be, oh, I forgot one, Ford Madison uh, Jersey yeah. Company. Um, for, for better or worse. <laughs> Um, while their while their tactics for giving out jerseys to people, see uh, Ariel Castillo, who was the uh, U.S. head of communications or social media for Manchester City. Yeah, I like her. She looked great. She looked much better in the kit than I would have looked in her defense. But but you know, anyway. But they do a they do a really great job, and they have really great players, and and they they've developed a really 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 consistently weird good brand. Um. And I just think if, if the league, if USL goes nudge, that might also help. Um, because I, I think in a lot of ways, too, it's difficult if you don't necessarily have the right people in the right positions to even formulate that kind of stuff. Yeah, and you know what I was, I, I forgot who I was like talking about it with uh, probably a couple weeks ago, that, you know, the importance of having, like, I think people really underestimate the importance of, um, you know, the having different, like having, having different, like having a variety of lived experiences, um, a variety of perspectives, because like, you know, like, again, not trying to be shady or anything like that. This is just the reality that a lot of the people who do work in FOs across the United States tend to be white men from middle-class backgrounds. Yeah. It's just, it is what it is, you know, because of the, um, you know, just because of, you know, keeping in mind, like, you know, college education, whatever. Yeah. So it's like a lot of these people, so for a lot of these FOs, like, you're getting the same perspectives over and over again. So when something like this, so when something happens, like, um, like when something happens, it's like, they're like, uh, this isn't a big deal, or like, we don't really know what to do, so we're not going to do anything, because it's not their lived experience. They don't they don't know why it's bad. Yeah. They don't see it as bad because it's not their own lived experience. Whereas if you had, you know, more, you had more people of color, you had more mm. queer people of color, you yeah. know, you have more people who come from, you know, lower socioeconomic backgrounds, yeah. like, like, a diver- or, you know, you have more people who are, who are disabled working in FLS. Like if you just, I think, that feeds into a big problem of that that silence is just that we're getting the people who work behind the scenes kind of tend to all have that same perspective and because they tend to have that same perspective they can't adequately address a lot of the problems because they don't have that lived experience to address those problems one of my favorite people my certainly my favorite person that currently lives in north carolina Ebony Christmas joining me. <laughs> um, uh, Ebony, what did you miss? Um, only going studs up on slide tackles against 15-year-olds in academy systems. Um, you've missed a, a Hugh Roberts shout-out. You've missed um, uh, hating leagues that give everyone the same template for pride kits. Yes. Um, you've missed shunning Austin Deleuze of a shout out for making an organization that you co-opted, which I think you probably would have an opinion or two on. Um, I love that man. I do too. Let me tell you, um, how can you not speaking of people that you should call daddy at soccer events, um, Austin Deleuze up there number one maybe maybe number two that's a conversation I, t- I missed too Ebony it's well, a that I walked into and I was like I need to <laughs> we're all here I guess we'll just go around the table who's your soccer dad um, <laughs> well, let's just start, let's just start there and keep it going you casually, know casually everybody say sausage keep it going we all have um, one you know I mean let's just get it out in the open uh, <laughs> hit every, everyone in your Twitter bio if you're listening to this. Go in right now and just change it at whoever your soccer dad is. Don't talk Marcus Rashford. Marcus Ooh, Rashford. Nice. 100%. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Aguero, I think. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. This is a newfound thing, okay. but granite. 
I really yeah. love him right now in his national team. I don't care. I've always said he's a good Arsenal player, and yeah. I've always gone hate. I've always gone. It's hate all the, it's it's the Puma kits though. Okay. Okay. Everything just that gets Puma. slimmer with those Puma kits. No, it's, it's the hair. It's, it's, it's the, the hair. hair. It is. It's, it's very the well confidence for me. It's very well <laughs> uh, Nicole, last but not least. Um, I have a couple, so but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say one because I, I know everyone's looking at me right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been I've been out of pocket all day, so everyone's yes. giving me a look right now. I just know. <laughs> <laughs> but um. I'm forgetting his name, but um, I have to say my Euro, my Euro's daddy is my short king from Switzerland. He's five seven, thick. <laughs> I don't know his I, name. I have like, to. I'm, I'm sorry. It's like something I, with an S. You can't forget Jordan Shakiri. You can't, you can't say that he's your yes, soccer you daddy and then forget his name. That's not how that works. If you've noticed, all of us were able to very easily, too easily maybe, off the top of our heads, rattle off a soccer daddy. Because it's been a tension that we've had inside no, of our, ourselves. I've been, call, I've been calling him. It's, it's because I've been calling him my, my, my short king from Switzerland. That's what I've been calling him. Okay, so you've just in your head so now. Like, oh my gosh, Nicole from Switzerland. Nicole, <laughs> this has been her all day. All day, I I feel like all this day. is Nicole all the time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not even like sure. I'm, listen, I'm not even trying to put on like a front or a personality for a show or anything this like is that. This, this is me. Is. A this is me 100% of the time. I'm 100% over. I've had nothing to drink except for coffee. This is just me. Yeah. I, Ebony, I can kind of let you into the, to the crux of, I think, what our discussion is. And it's that sometimes the USL being a family-run sort of operation is a great thing. And that teams kind of have the leash to do whatever they want. And that's how you get Charlotte and Hugh and all of their really great, you know, footy for the culture literal community service teams and pride stuff and you get the playing for pride with austin and you get even clubs like phoenix and new mexico that are turning false apologies into action because apologies don't mean anything um but at the same time you have a league that seems to be hung up on not finding anything in investigations and playing very safe i guess to put it mildly in their sort of acknowledgement that maybe sometimes things happen on a field that are not super welcoming or great or both. And that's where we're at. And I know that's a very tight and wonderful and just very easy conversation for you to just kind of dive into and start off and have. So, you know, by all means. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, So I kind of came in there like at the end of Nicole's. um, I guess to throw in my two cents, um, it's worth a dollar fifty. Sure. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. I'm kidding. That was I, that I, was very braggish of me, and I no, should not no, have done it. No, you're um, good. But, um, I can agree with that. I like you see a lot of these lower league teams putting in the work that mm. you were hoping to get from like. MLS like there's USL there's league one there's NISA you know like they're putting in actual work uh making the difference and you're hoping and you're seeing some of these same clubs that are run by some of these MLS teams and the disconnect is not is like it's mind-boggling you know like it's the same front office it's the same organization but one of your teams can take a stand for racist chance in your state in your in your stands, but your main team can't. Mm. Like that's like the Loudon situation. I mean, they neither team did it, and like DC United didn't say anything. Loudon didn't say anything. Their right, fans right. said dumb shit. Yep. Um, and all around DC was the worst at the end of the day. Um, But you have teams like Ford who were, who were affiliates of 
Minnesota United that very much the fans and the front office take that stance. And then Minnesota puts out that statement of, well, he said he didn't do it. So, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, where's that disconnect? It, yeah, like yeah. soccer, there should be some, there's something to say about the game where you see fans connecting even more now with the lower leagues because mm-hmm. the the top flight is just not cutting it for them in terms mm-hmm. of like connections and community. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of these teams get corporation and communities confused. Mm-hmm. And that comes from just that disconnect of where do we draw the line of having that extra, like of towing it, you know, like where do we tow that line? So yeah. Um, maybe maybe it's just me, but I I feel optimistic for the wrong reasons. It's like I'm hopeful that they can put out a statement that says something, mm-hmm. even if it's just a statement. But when I know that there are teams out there that are literally putting in dollars and time to like actually show their words mean something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Chicago House. Uh, I know that they haven't really started yet, and they're like they're the the new NISA team. Like it's literally in their like mission statement. Yeah. Um, yeah. That they are, you know, not only just a soccer team, but also like it's an integral part of who they are as an organization to give back to the community and like work with the community to like uh, like give back. Yeah. And everything yeah. like that. And I kind of going off of Ebony's point, like about like people are kind. Of, it seems like people are kind of like starting to turn more towards the lower leagues. I, I just to kind of add to that, it's my own like anecdotal personal experience. But like, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I genuinely feel like more welcomed and more seen. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm at like. A- SL game or like an NWSL game versus like when I'm at an MLS game. Like yeah. I have a lot of love for my MLS team, yep, yep. but personally, I just I, I feel more seen and accepted at USL and NWSL games versus MLS. Oh, and I, I think like at that lower level too. Like as someone that was a beat writer for a USL team for four years, I would like. There was something really cool about having a professional soccer player ask me how my boyfriend was after, like, seeing him. And the detriment was that I would have guys go talk to him first and then come over to me and be like, he told me to not lean back as much on my shot. And I went, oops, sorry. Um, but it's it, – and, and I, I would get in a lot of secondhand trouble due to Kurt. That was rough, especially with a very angry Irishman as the captain. That was not, not great. <laughs> James, James, there was this is really anecdotal, but I'll tell it. There was a week. James would always go and, and talk to a couple people in the stands and like in the supporters group, and then he'd go see Kurt, and then he'd come through the locker room to go change and then, and then pop out and see me. But I'd always catch him like in between. And there was one game I forget who it was against. I don't know anything else that happened in this game. He came through the tunnel and went, "I'm not a Hibs fan," and I went, "Yeah, I know you're a Celtic fan." And I messaged Kurt on Facebook. I'm like, what did you just tell him? And he goes, oh, I told him that Hibbs played a great game. I'm like, why, the fuck? <laughs> why did you do that? Now he's mad at me because we think he's a Hibernian fan, not a Celtic fan. Anyway. So that to say, that kind of interaction where I am very much an out member of this a community and a known entity to people in the front office, on the field, whatever, in the stands – is a lot more noticeable, and I think it was a lot more attainable, maybe to USL's credit, or, or maybe if we're looking at, here's where you should change something. When you have 5,000 people in the stands, it's a lot easier to make that one-on-one connection than when you have 18, 10, 25, 15, 30, whatever you have. Um, and I think, yes, there's something really cool about seeing 30,000 people walk down a street in Cincinnati to go to a football game soccer but i think there's a little subset of fans of that team that have been there since 2016 that really want that experience back um and i I think you know nicole to your point or paulina maybe when your experience like 
that intimate setting in USL, especially with, with risings like Old Park, you can't beat that for really anything. And I know uh, North Carolina and, and the Courage are very much the same way because they play in that very compact space. But there's something to be said, and maybe that's why we're so like, this isn't that hard because it's not 20,000 people every week. You know the people that you're offending probably when you're offending them. In fact, in many cases for these USL teams, they literally know the guy they're pissing off all the time is Ben. <laughs> and like, he's, contrary to what like, some people, I guess, in the front office there think, he's a very kind, polite, he's from Vermont, for Christ's sakes. Man, it's not like they're, they're running off on Nicole and I where they're going to get some East Coast bullshit. They're getting a dude from... <laughs> from we love ice cream and making sure the refugees could get to this country vermont and and so there's something there but i don't know what it is yeah i mean honestly well okay well first of all i don't know what mls team you know that's getting ten thousand people <laughs> uh, Just being, uh, you know being, well I, I don't know, on a saturday you know saturday maybe Maybe Wednesday games are kind of hard. But what if we but, see Matthew uh, McConaughey? What if we see Matthew McConaughey? I would, if I saw Matthew McConaughey, I would freak. I don't know if I can curse here, but you can. Oh, we have done. Yeah. yeah, you're great. No, I'm just I taking would... my clothes off. If I see Matthew McConaughey on the field, I'm about to be one of those like people that run onto the field. Yeah, 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 yeah. Paulina, did you have McConaughey and or other thoughts? I, I saw you had a you had a finger. Oh no, I'm just an oh, okay, awesome cool. SP fan. Oh, oh, right on. So yeah, yeah. yeah no, I'm I, awesome. I'm waiting for the day that I can finally make it out there and yeah. you know pitch invade and hug Matthew McConaughey in his yeah. beautiful green suit. It's like, yep. there's like two people I think that come to mind that can pull off a green suit. And I think, I think one of them is Matthew McConaughey. And I, I think the other one is Ric Flair. I thought you were going to say Charlie Kelly, but also <laughs> Ric Flair, yes. Right, so there's three. Um, and that's all we need. That's three. That's two more than we thought we were going to get today. Um, yeah, but but I, I think maybe that's why we're so frustrated is because USL is not at this massive scope i i still think outside of the u.s in many countries you can watch their games on youtube for free um and and like maybe it goes back to nicole's like you need more people with not i went to college with the, this guy he should work for us lived experiences to help with that <laughs> i don't know no i mean i completely agree with nicole uh, and i feel like even though too i think like yeah i was gonna say i feel like when it comes to like what we're asking of like the mls and stuff like that i i don't even feel like we're asking for like a lot i feel like we're kind of just asking for like the bare minimum of like you know the bare minimum of like just making sure that people who want to be like support like supporter section fans because you know there's casual fans and there's like supporter section fans who live and breathe it and are in it like you know at the bare minimum just make sure that those people feel safe and Mm -hmm. that they feel respected and that they don't have to worry about you know somebody like making them feel uncomfortable or somebody being like aggressive or violent or like x amount of stuff it's just like bare minimum it's bare minimum yeah i was gonna say um completely like i guess related unrelated like i just got moved to a position at my job where they usually only hire people who have degrees and Mm. i don't have one but i was in the position before where i can tell them like no i worked in this position what you're doing isn't working because of this Mm. and then they were like oh wow it's that easy and i'm like oh my god yes it's that easy and there's just so many things that could be resolved by like Mm. hey like you have experience in this and you understand let's hear you out rather than like i have a paper that says i learned but like learning and going through it is just two like different sides of the coin it's not the same thing (laughs) and so many people could just benefit by that 
or from that like including like mls usl like all of them all of them could just fucking benefit if they would just listen they would just listen yeah well and and to nicole's point earlier about chicago house peter will is involved with that team peter will was at one point on staff at usl and he was the guy that was in charge of kind of i think vetting all of these teams and i think in in some ways he was how ford madison for sure got off the ground but i think like san diego royal probably owes a little bit of what they do to him why you wouldn't take a guy like that and go can you please just be some sort of like diversity and inclusion officer for everybody in the league and just make sure that hey because you're somebody as a i I believe uh, straight white dude that like gets it like and how to be diverse but you have that 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 kind of because i i think for as much as we talk about how easy it is and, and as much as we can kind of see hot fixes to make it a little bit easier for people like us i suppose to feel welcome i'm sure in reality unfortunately there's a lot of weird corporate gamesmanship that happens that you know maybe there's a there's a balance there where you need someone that knows how to play that game. You need people that know how to actually ask for what they need to ask for to come together. And I think that guy was Peter Will. And I don't know why you would let him go. I mean, if nothing else for that, he's been an executive at any league for anyway, but they need someone to come in and just be like a, I don't know, almost like an independent committee to be like, y'all fucked up. You got to make those people feel safe, please do that that's why i've been saying people should just hire us as like dni consultants sure yeah <laughs> come in and you know nicole will tell you like in a legal way yeah. that like what you did was not okay and then ebony and i are gonna be like oh, hire you me. Up. fuck yeah. you yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and then like once you leave that that conference room we're all just there to be like yo you fucking up yeah yeah, yeah. We just we just hype you up for your really nice political speech about being better at diversity and inclusion. Yeah. It'll be good. It'll work out. We need to make business cards. Oh yeah. Ooh. Evan, can we do that? Uh, sure. Like a limited run at first, yeah. first gets us, and then and then you know when we need more. You know, like, I'd rather start small. We'll start at, like, 20. Well, how many teams are in the championship? 32? We'll start at 32. We'll, we'll send, like, 27 of those, because we can just, the two teams, whatever. And 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 we'll just send them out to all the independents. Like, you should do better. Here we are. And then we show up. We look, we look great. We feel great. We talk mad shit on the team before we walk into their office, just to get it out of the way. Oh, we're not supposed to do that in the not like I mean like a little bit. I know it has to be like you know like it's always sunny structure. You you got like you got the wild card. You got like the muscle. You got the like the looks. All of that. So you just got to have each one of those. But like I think Paulina, the problem is all four of us are all four of those things. (laughs) Like it's just like this quadruple threat of we're all the looks, we're all the muscle. We've all got pretty good banter. I don't remember what the fourth one you said was, but I'm sure it was great. I, yeah, I, still, I, don't, I don't remember. We're all anyway, wild, cards. wild cards. Oh, we're all wild cards for sure. 100%. So really, they're just going to be overwhelmed into doing what we want them to do. And I think I think that's where we really come through and surprise them. It's a shame that this is recorded. <laughs> surprise is gone. But uh, that's, that's what we Yeah, we just little intervention at them until they realize yeah. that, we are do- that they have to do what we have. <laughs> Can we get um what was his name? The dude with the really sweet mustache. It was the interventionist Paul something. Uh, that guy. We just need that guy. Yeah, like Yeah. We'll invite we'll invite that like we'll invite the FL that's been like messing up like yeah. into a boardroom and it's like you know, we love you. But yeah. are, are we only are we only focusing on like off the field? like do better or can we do on the field do better too because like if we're doing on the field do better too we got to go to oakland and be like here's 35 f- soccer fields that we found that were better than the one that you did congratulations Ooh. look at this one Ooh. and here's this one and this is my backyard we can just play there and here's this one this is a parking lot at a kmart you can play there 
Oakland does still have Kmart's. It's a thing. They hit. They still I was just there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Here's two soccer nets that used to be behind this Asian restaurant that I frequented in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania. You could play there. <laughs> Shout out to Koku. Um, that actually imagine like buying tickets to. <laughs> and you're just like at a random sushi spot. They're like, no, it's in the back. It's in the back. Pull <laughs> But, like, that literally just happened to me this weekend. I went to a show, and I showed up, and I was like, this is, a, like, a Best Buy. And everyone's like, no, it's in the back of Best Buy. And I was like, oh, okay. Is it the return of, like, house venues? But it's oh, Best oh, Buy's? In California, absolutely. Yeah, the they, bouncers they said, were wearing Best Buy uniforms. <laughs> yeah, they said. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, they are more trained in stopping people than any other bouncer I've it's ever met. It's true. Okay? It's true. If you've had to work a Black Friday, you're in the you're in the car already. Yeah. Um, I came back into this at a weird spot. Great, great. Ebony, welcome back. Uh, to catch you up, let's see. Um, Oakland can't play on the field. We're going to bully everybody into doing better. Uh in a very South Park, let's make bullying kill itself kind of way. Um, yeah, and and it's going to okay. be great. And then we were just talking about um, anywhere else that Oakland could have played soccer than where they tried to the other week. The the field at uh, the yeah. local high school. Yep. <laughs> yeah, like a hundred times in a row, and uh, yeah. Isn't there like a local college somewhere that they could have played at? Like they have they have fields. Yeah. That they can like that. I'm There's definitely right. like an elementary school that has a swing set right in the middle of it, but other than that, it's perfect. Yeah, they could have. Fuck it, they could have driven. They could have all jumped on the bar and gone and played at like Dolores Park instead. Yeah. 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 Open field. They're like that. Like, listen, listen, we're gonna take over the field for a couple hours. Their local like five aside facility. They just split it up into like two and a third games, and then. <laughs> in a waffle house yes i i think that's <laughs> i think that's the the logical step is inside of a waffle house they don't have waffle houses in california so what uh, they'll play an away game but a home like a home like a weird home away game we will like i will Canadian grab a waffle house. house from arizona and bring it to california for that, that works just as, i'm sure there's money for that someone said waffle house and i'm here now <laughs> right. right also there's a zebra a venomous zebra cobra snake on the loose in raleigh right now and i don't i, I think that's my lips is it a is it a cobra snake the size of a zebra no it's like uh, a rare venomous zebra black and white snake i'm just getting news as it comes to me and i'm just i thought i should let everyone know that we're all gonna die in north carolina oh sure huge breaking news there north carolina fc to cease operations next year because of zebra cobra snake Um, yeah you know you've heard it here here, folks yeah that eat your heart out jeff ruder i had it in my backyard last week so we're all rising look out you know that's that's what it is. We're not paying close enough attention to the animal migration in the summer and how many of them are going to kill soccer players. <laughs> it's it's going to be huge. I mean, let's be honest. Like yep. Rising would absolutely be like the number one team in danger. I just had a snake in my backyard like a week it's ago. Yeah, They're out. It, like the new stadium is out like on indigenous land, Ooh. so there's definitely like hella wild animals out there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, they're they're in danger. Good, maybe. Good. good. Some people, I'm sure, will be really happy. Danger. Yeah. Danger. I. Danger. Uh, I just want to. I want to know what Dabina has to say about this. Uh, this venomous snake. Mm. Like she's, she probably she's is going to come back. <laughs> she's just going to be like, "No, I got it. Snap, and then dead." Yeah. Yeah. We're good. We can play now. We can play yeah, the game. Is, be like, you're, you're telling me a snake's gonna die. I've done everything she's in the world. Come back from international. She's coming back from international duty and be like, really? She'll be like, oh, no, sorry, my my PJ just happened to kill the snake. You know, like, <laughs> whoops, landed the private jet on that snake. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Do we have, do we have anything else we want to want to chop up? Um, I need everyone to tell me to stop buying um, trading cards because they're expensive, oh, okay. and I'm done with this. Oh, just trading cards in general, or like, is there well, a certain... the NWSL ones? Okay. I keep buying packs because I keep not finding players I want, yeah. and I'm like hundred and fifty dollars in now, mm. and I am over it. Okay. Okay. As someone who used to collect those blind boxes, you need to start like a group of people. I was gonna you say all buy them and you all buy the box together and then like the whole box, not a pack, like, the whole box. And then you open them all up and you're like, Okay, I have this one, which one don't you have? And then you yeah. trade back and Yeah, I I feel like we could use internet for good here and get have any of the cards it's missing. Yeah. Maybe maybe. Maybe I don't know. Or like, well, the internet ever good? Well, no, but you gotta get on a Discord, like a like a Discord chat of people. You just gotta listen. It's for everybody who, who's in the trading cards. Yeah. All right. You could like That's stream smart. a hot tub or whatever. That's why she's the lawyer of the group. Mm. Mm. That's true. <laughs> so smart. Right now, I'll say right now my like. My bad obsession, like my bad buying obsession right now, is like uh, I keep going on like Poshmark and Mercari for like old, like I'm talking, I'm talking like old, old crest, old school Chicago Fire gear, because like I just love it so much. Like, there's a lot of drip there, you know, especially like the stuff. Like, if you get stuff prior to 2012, it's, like, real nice. And I'm saying this, I'm saying this as a Red Bulls fan. Yeah. Um, this, is not, uh, this is not me saying that I don't love the Red Bulls anymore. Um, I just love the aesthetic and the drip mm-hmm. of pre-2013 Chicago Fire gear. Or is that uh, because you love Quaker Oatmeal so much? <laughs> is that is that just your truth? Is that just your truth? You yeah, go to the grocery store and you got the yeah, quaker on the front. You're like, y'all know why I'm here. Where's it at? Put it in the bag. Yeah. 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 Right now, I found. I think it was Paulina that sent it to me. Actually, it was like this really nice, like navy blue. Um, like old Chicago Fire, like old Chicago Fire Crest, uh, blue long sleeve, and it had like the Quaker notes in front of it. And I'm Ooh. like, I kind of need this, but I don't need it because it's expensive. Well, not expensive, it's like it's 45, which is a good price for what it is, but like, I don't want to spend 45 dollars. Yeah, um, yeah. I think <laughs> since we're talking about our destructive habits, I've been really good about not, um, going on to European retro football kit sites and bringing the ones that were located in North America back home. Um, Like I did with a Wilmington Hammerheads kit for a friend of mine. Uh, Ryan is is on the show who is is still like a Wilmington Hammerheads fan, which is exceedingly difficult as days go on. And then there was a Toronto Lynx one who were like a PDL team that played for like three years. And the kit fits me uh, in crop top esque form, but uh, it's it, it's hot. So yeah, crop top. I, I, to, I had to bring them back. You know, I was like, these don't belong to you, England. You don't know about the Wilmington Hammerheads. No. You know, no. Give it to us. Apparently, they played like four. It was it was a crazy story. Apparently they played like Bournemouth one year and it was like a kit swap. And then the dude just like held on to it, but sold a bunch of his old kits or whatever. And that was one of them. Cause I was like, there's no way that this is real. And then they're like, yeah, it was like a friendly, they played against Bournemouth and I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, there it is. We're bringing crop tops back, baby. We're bringing crop tops back. Like they ever left. True. I never did leave, but I am still my. We're my bringing goal boys and crop tops back. Got you. Okay. Yes. I can pick up. My goal in life is to bully the MLS 
don't know who's in charge of their merch over there, but it is it is my goal to bully them into making crop tops. Like I heard bullying MLS. I'm in. Because right now it's something like right now it's something like they're marketing to like suburban moms. Yeah, I'm seeing yeah. a lot of racerback tanks, a lot of cold shoulders, a but lot of. I, I think that's why we have we have a really good open to do. <laughs> oh, you know what? What a way to go out if this is the way I go out. Let's do like MLS or USL branded kink stuff. You know, like like harness collars. Handcuffs. I don't know. And and then I do leather work. I don't know. I can play around with it. Great, we're done. We we don't even need their approval now. We can just send you <laughs> templates of logos and bang job. But you know what? If you're if you're really about who I don't know who's out there listening, but like if you're really about that life, just do it. And you don't want to wait until stuff comes out. Yeah, until we get it approved. Most of the time. Yeah. Most of the time, if they're selling dog tags. You can just go to Petco and get it engraved there. Yes. I know how I'm spending my Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> you can get. I've seen like I've seen oh, people oh, get no, their no, dogs. No, no. I don't disbelieve. I I've seen the machine before. <laughs> I know I can put the letters U S and L in <laughs> in a row on the dog tag, and that puppy, pardon the pun, will print. <laughs> First time I show up to their corporate offices, sure. Button down shirt, khakis, dog collar. Here I am. (laughs) And you shake it vigorously at them to try to like. Don't need to imitate a tail. You can put like lost. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You guys have like a bowl that I can casually drink out of, or no? Is that not okay? All right, I can wait. We can do that with like the lacrime or whatever, where like you can put like hodgepodge. You can like ho- we can hodgepodge dog bowls, or maybe like like a leather jacket with like all yeah. the USL club like pins on it, and, and then Doc Martens to make it like really, really punk aesthetic. Yeah. You know, and then they'll be like, "Oh, is this like your thing?" And I'll be like, "Sure." Today it is. <laughs> We're trying something, guys. This is my test market. Is a is a, a soccer league front office because nothing. At the end of the day, nothing says what's the best demographic or the best reflection of what America is than a soccer front office. If a soccer front office, yeah. if it was up to soccer front office, like if you had to ask them, yeah. What is the main demographic of America? Sure, it would be, and they would just say "super moms." Oh. <laughs> no. Oh my god! No. Everything that just happened yeah. in that, that last great. five minutes, I think, was great. Yeah. Yeah. Just kiss. Yeah. I, I, listen, as, as much as there needs to be more of this, I don't think the world's ready for more of this, y'all. Not yet, anyway. But we're all awesome. them in pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to tease them with it, you know? <laughs> Lethal Weapon 1 right here, and then we got 2 and 3 coming. It'll be fine. It'll <laughs> be okay. It'll uh, so, be good. So uh, thank you if you've made it this far and stuck through whatever that was. Good discussion up front. Good discussion in the middle. What happened there? At the end. <laughs> but, but really, let's be honest. Someone in the USL front office has had the pleasure yeah, of listening to this show in its many iterations for the last I don't want to know how long. Many years. And so, whoever that person is this week, all I have to say, you're welcome. It's- <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. Good luck and you're welcome. Is is the new tag for the show. The, the USL show, good luck and you're welcome. Uh, Nicole, Paulina, Ebony, thank you for joining me for an uh, indiscriminate amount of time and, and uh, shooting the shit, as it were. Um, I, I, I do think it honestly was really good discussion. And then the little things that made people or will make people uncomfortable, 
it wouldn't be four queers on a podcast if it didn't make people a little uncomfortable. That's a them problem. That is a them problem. (laughs) (laughs) I had fun. Can we just name that this podcast Four Queers on a Podcast? Yeah, I was gonna say I, I was gonna say Four Queers on a Podcast or This Is a Them Problem are pretty good. Or I also like Who's Your Soccer Daddy. Um, <laughs> we, there's there's a bevy of options. Is really what we're getting. Um, there's so many. We could put them all on a shirt. We could. Who's your soccer daddy? Or more on a podcast and yeah. who's your soccer daddy? And that is the day problem in sports. Yeah. And, and then we'll just branch out to every sport. We'll be like, all right, what happened in the men's college world series? I don't know, but I like their their tight pants. And and that'll be it. And that'll be it. Anyway, so stay tuned for that. Uh, again, uh, thank you for listening. I hope you picked up something either educational or, or other, uh, from all that, uh, uh, my friends, do we want to plug our, our stuff before we, we get out of here? It's only right, I guess, for you to, to talk about what you do. Uh, I guess oh, we're the plastics SG on Twitter, Instagram. You can join our discord. Uh, I'm Ebony, Ebony C25. If you come into my DMs with some crazy shit, you're just going to get blocked and ridiculed. So you block Nicole. <laughs> like, no, she my number. <laughs> she came into my DMs with some crazy shit. Yeah, they're wrong. And I, I said I didn't mind. I really did. I did. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, my uh, Instagram, Twitter is all hair metal dad. Um our website is also sitwithplastics.com. You can find all our stuff there, like our store, Sick ass um, Discord link, etc. You can get all that there. It's pretty cool. We have some pretty cool shit. We do. Not we do. Um, this is my turn? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, my handle on, on Twitter is XO underscore Glenn Coco. Um, if you want to, if you want to see, uh, bad soccer takes and, uh, me complaining about, uh, everything, uh, feel free to give me a follow, you know, um, or if you want to see some wild shit, uh, also give me a follow. Uh, I am out of pocket for out of the seven days of the week so <laughs> there is <laughs> of all phone. of that on your twitter i can attest i mean I, we all can but as the most recent i don't know offendee of your tweets uh it's all there it's all there uh like i always say if for whatever reason you want to see here more or hear or read more of my bullshit at speak up and speak is where you can find that it's a good twitter handle fight me uh if you want to hear more about the show which usually by the way not this guy i mean i'm still there so it's still pretty gay but normally not this gay normally not this front office bashy and normally not very petco collar printing <laughs> normal, normally there's been some weeks where we really just dive into the semantics of how to print dog collars but I digress. Now people are going to be like, you have to go find those. Don't. But, but thank you to the plastics for being on. Please seriously, like go check out their merch. It's, it's good. It'll make your mom a little, well, if your mom's like my mom, it'll make your mom a little, eh, but it's, it's good. It's good. Hi mom. Love you. Um, anyway, I, I, normal ish show i guess kind of next week and then uh, uh so if if you know you're into that go find that but i'll stop talking uh y'all been a pleasure been wild been out of pocket but that's mostly because nicole was here so thanks nicole thanks paulina thanks ebony uh, who disappeared again but for being on uh don't be strangers feel free to you know well we should do this more often we'll just be honest about it something yeah, we'll harass anyone when something will happen <laughs> But uh, until we figure out that date, uh, take care, everybody, and we'll talk to you soon.